This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Logical Weight Loss Podcast for March 13th, 2011. Today, we're talking about how to deal with stress. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now, and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it. Thin. More till you like. Thin. I want smaller thighs. Thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. This is kind of my eh, audio diary of a, uh, I'm trying to lose weight just like you. I'm not a doctor, so everything I say today is for entertainment purposes. Always uh, contact your local health personal person type thing if you want uh, actual, eh, you know what I'm doing. I'm covering my butt so you can't sue me, right? Exactly. And... Uh, I am still having some issues. Uh, I haven't gone up, but I haven't gone down. And um, we'll talk more about that later. A lot of it, though, we, we've talked in the past about attacking the problem and not the symptom. The symptom is I eat too much. We're, we're trying to figure out why. And uh, I got a great letter from Dave from Australia, which is always cool when I get something from across the pond. First things first, before I do anything... My heart goes out to everyone who's been affected by this whole Japan tsunami thing that's going on. You know, there are times when we get kind of carried away with, oh my gosh, the scale went up a pound and my life is over. And so we reach for the Twinkie. When in reality, there are a lot of things off, you know, a lot things could be much worse. And when, when we see a disaster like the thing that's going on in Japan, it kind of puts things into perspective. But I got an email here from Dave, and he says, Dave, well, first of all, he says, good day. Good day, Dave, because he's from Australia, right? And that's a horrible accent, I know. Um, I love your show, and I'm still listening a year on. Well, first things first, thank you. I appreciate that. You're my favorite podcast by far. Please keep them coming. Well, you know, I try to put these out about every two weeks, if not uh, sooner than that. So this has been a year since I made this post. He actually did this on the forums out at LogicalLoss.com. That's our website, by the way, LogicalLoss.com. If you want to email me, Dave at LogicalLoss.com, you can call in your comments toll-free, 888-563-3228. So he said, I made this post out on the forums, and I thought I would revisit it. Um, and here's a couple things. Number one, I can't believe how fast time goes by. I heard that. March is almost done. Number two, I regret being impatient and not following good advice. 
If you remember, I had established a routine where I would allow myself to have unlimited calories during the day provided I burned more than I consumed at the end of the day. And at the time, if I think I said, if that works for you, that's fine, but you're kind of gambling because what happens if you can't get to the gym? He says, for a while, my routine was working really well. It was time-consuming, but I felt in control. I was losing weight. My fitness was improving. However, every time I became stressed or disorganized, I ate more. My calories increased. I exercised less and lost the gains I'd made with my routine. I wish I'd taken your advice this time last year. The flaw in my program is now apparent to me. Five weeks ago, I moved down from Sydney to Melbourne uh, for a new job. It's very stressful moving homes and leaving my community behind, as you would know. Yeah, anytime you're taken out of your home element and you're basically redefining home, it's very, very, uh, very stressful. And I says, when I was a kid, like a lot of others with weight problems, I felt ostracized and had a lot of social problems. Again, common to kids with weight problems. So I thought I would deal with my fears head on and take a job talking to large gatherings of people. My Now, by the way, that's like the number one fear <laughs> among human beings. Uh, my existing habits have played out poorly. I've been too disorganized to exercise or eat well. I hate, um, I have to, wait, I have, oh, I eat to deal with my stress and I've been drinking to excess. That's not good. Although I've now regained my self-control, that's good. I've put on 25 kilograms in five weeks. Yep, five kg a week. And I'm sorry, I should have done the, uh, I should have done the conversion for the Americans. But let's just take Dave's advice that that's probably not a good thing. The fact that he said it twice, he says, and destroyed several years of hard work. That is something that's really amazing. Um, is you know, you can take a month to lose five pounds and then put it back on in, in next to nothing. He says, I'm disappointed with myself, but it is a good chance to reflect. Lesson one is the need to go slow. Be conservative, diet well, and exercise regularly, and don't use food as a substitute. If I had taken the advice above about a year ago, I might not have lost the weight, but I doubt my psychology would have placed me in a position where I would abandon out as, or I'm sorry, where I would balloon out as I have. Uh, this time last year, I was 92 kg, 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 92 kg. In a few months, I've gone to 120 kg. This is not cool, Dave. I'm also now worried about making a bad impression with my new boss. Lesson two. So lesson one. Let me go back and find that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Lesson one. I can't believe how fast time has gone. Um, okay, lesson two. Stress is a killer. It's a killer of self-control, he says. Uh, lesson three. When self-control goes, we rely on habit. If I've established healthy habits, I would have been uh, would have had a better time of it. As a final point, even being bigger than average this time last year and having low self-esteem about it, it is nowhere near as bad as I feel now. And exercising Fat Dave was a lot better than a lazy Fat Dave. That's true. I would love if you did a show on how to manage stress and keep on target. Well, first things first, Dave. you got to quit beating yourself up. And there's, there's a happy medium here with that because on one hand, you don't want to give yourself a free pass and go, well, okay, so I just uh, I self-medicated with food. 
okay, well, I'm not going to beat myself up. I'm going to that's fine. But what I hate is when you then think so badly about yourself that I'm a horrible human being. I I have no spine. Um, you're never going to do this. You know, we've we've all been there, right? We've all had the negative talk with ourselves. And I've always said, really, weight loss is an inside-out thing, and it's got to start with the brain. So, yes, you made some mistakes. What can you learn from it? And you've even said, here's three lessons that I've learned. So that's that's that. And there are times, uh, I know I have, um, you know, where I'm I'm still tracking my calories, and I get to the end of the day and go, wow, that was dumb. You know, and you wake up the next day, and or the next week, and you go, yeah, the scale went up. Well, let's see, I uh, overate, and then I had, I, I looked at, um, I think it was February and March, and I went, how many days were, like, there, I had my target calorie range. It's like 1,700 to 2,100 calories. And I counted how many days above and how many days below. So if I had a day below, it'd be like minus one. And then if I had a day above, I'd go, okay, that puts me back to zero. And then if I had another day above, I'd be like, that's one. And then if I had a day below, I'd be, okay, that's back to zero. You know what I mean? Just kind of doing that thing. And I ended up being like plus 15 days above my calories. I'm like, that's just horrible. And it's because I'm tracking my calories at the end of the day. I'm waiting at the end of the day to do that. So, again, it's a lesson you learn. And um, I'm just not exercising as much as I should. I, I quit doing it in the morning like I used to, you know, when I was losing weight. And... uh I don't know why. So I want to. Uh, I have a bunch of things here to talk about how to deal with stress. Um, and I'm, I have one special uh, exercise we're going to do at the end of this. We're going to do this at the end. So if you get bored with this stuff, fast forward until you hear the little music interlude and then hear that one. So we're going we're gonna to finish because there's one thing that's really, really cool. And I'm going to tease you with that and make you sit through the rest of this. Okay. So first we have to be able to identify our stress. It has, you know, many symptoms, including exhaustion, uh, loss of or an increased appetite. Um, you have headaches, crying, sleeplessness, and oversleeping. Um, sometimes we escape through alcohol or drugs or other compulsive behavior um, are often indicators of stress. Of feelings of alarm, you're frustrated, or you're apathetic. These also may be symptoms of stress. Stress management is really, it's when people talk about managing your stress, it's the ability to maintain, maintain control when situations, people, and events make excessive demands. So what can you do to manage your stress when those happen? Well, number one, look around. If there really is something you can change or control in the situation, because sometimes you can't. Um, number two, get real. Reduce the number of events going on in your life, and you may reduce the circuit overload. And that's hard for me. The word no is not always in my vocabulary, especially if somebody starts a sentence with, Dave, can you help me? Uh, you know, I'll, I'll say yes before I even hear that it's, you know, paint my house or something, right? Uh, remove yourself is another way to reduce stress. Um, giving yourself a break, you know, uh, is is a way to kind of back away. If you're having an argument with your spouse or your child or your boss, you know, ask to take a time out and come back to that conversation in X amount of minutes. 
you know that's a that's a technique of of it's actually a technique of anger management where if you're having a conversation and things are getting escalated you just say look you know i want to talk about this but right now the conversation is not going in a positive direction why don't we take a 30 minute break we'll come back and we'll discuss this with cooler heads and it takes a pretty mature person to be able to pull that off but it is doable Um, because it gives everybody a chance to calm down and really approach that topic again with with more level-headed and you're going to get more you're going to get a better result but the problem is a lot of times people want to especially with arguments and and relationships people want to prove they're right they want to prove they're right and so they don't want to stop until they've proven that they're right so removing yourself is a great way to reduce your stress and it's not hey i just want to stop this conversation the key to that is let's come back in a half an hour. Let's come back in an hour and finish this conversation with level heads because otherwise you're just trying to control the conversation and that will just escalate things. Um, don't overwhelm yourself. Handle each task as it comes or selectively deal with matters in some sort of priority. I'll give an example. I've talked about in the past how I have a sign in my cubicle at work that used to say 180 pounds and then it was pride, longevity, and money. Um, I'll put a link to that show that I talked about that. But it's a, a constant reminder that I'm, you know, this is where I'm headed. I'm going to go to 180 pounds. And there was a time when I started looking at that and going, man, I'm just so far away from that. You know, I'm like 212 today. And I'm like, oh. And I said, you know what? Let's, let's make a goal. Yes, I want to get to 180, but right now, if you go to my cubicle, you'll see where it says 208. Because looking at 180 was getting a little overwhelming. I'm like, oh, it's just so far, and I'm never going to get there. So I said, you know what? What can I do? Let's go 208 by the end of the month. So I changed my sign. And when that one gets there, I'm going to turn around and take that and make it 204. Things like that. Um, Don't sweat the small stuff. Try to prioritize a new... I'm sorry, try to prioritize a few truly important things and let the rest slide. We'll actually be talking about that. That's part of my little exercise here at the end that's really cool. Um, You do have control over how you act. You do. I've been studying a lot on controlling yourself. Um, Focus on one troublesome thing and manage your reactions to it, to him, or to her. Your frustration and your anger, whatever it may be, whatever the negative emotion is, is perfectly normal. You're allowed to get angry. You're allowed to get frustrated. It's what do you do? How do you act on that emotion? Because that you have control over. That you have control over. How you act. So when people say, well, you know, I, I had to deck him because he made me mad. No, 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 no. There are about 400 other things you could do besides decking somebody. Or there are 400 other things to do besides eating. So it's not that frustration. It's not that anger. It's not sadness. It's not loneliness. Those are all feelings. And feelings are normal. Emotions are normal. We're, all, we're emotional people. It's how we act on that. And so we have to replace our bad actions with good ones, right? Um, Seek seek alternative views. Stress is a reaction to events and problems, and you can lock yourself into one way of viewing your situation. And sometimes 
I, I just heard this phrase and I was like, oh, I love this phrase. Sometimes we take our perspective and we make it an idol. We take our perspective and we make it an idol that we basically worship and nobody can touch. It's our fearless leader. Don't touch that perspective. It's mine and I know it's right. You need a second opinion sometimes. Seek an outside perspective of the situation and compare it with yours and perhaps lessen your reaction to these conditions. You know, make sure what is upsetting you is true. Think about that. There may be things that you're like, oh, you, this person did this and this person thinks this. That's another bad one. If you think somebody did this, you think somebody is thinking that or whatever. But sometimes what's really upsetting you isn't true. So sometimes you need a second opinion. Don't go to extremes. Insert Billy Joel here. No, 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 right? Why hate when a little dislike will do? Right? Why generate anxiety when you can be nervous? Why rage when anger will do the job? Why be depressed when you can just be sad? Sometimes we're like, we just, you know, hey, doggone it. I'm a championship depression person. So I don't get a little sad. I go to extremes. Why? You know, try to cut that off of the pass. Distract yourself. Distract yourself. Do something for others. Do something for yourself. Like, I don't know, exercise. I can't remember feeling worse after a workout. I don't remember any time that I've gotten off a treadmill or got done lifting weights that I'm like, oh, I feel awful. I'm always like, all right, you did something right. Good job. This is a step in the right direction. Way to go. So in the same way, this is, this is um, I'm going to go off script here. This isn't all my notes here. The way you get addicted to something, the way we get addicted to food is we eat the Twinkie. We eat the Twinkie. We go, hmm, that's a creamy feeling. I like the creamy feeling. Mm, yummy. And that probably does some sort of reaction to our brain that we go, hmm, Twinkies make me happy. Because for a second I was like, hmm, yummy, creamy feeling. And so the next time we're sad, we're like, well, I want to feel happy. What was the last thing that made me happy? Oh, that's right, the Twinkie. And so you get the Twinkie, and for, I don't know, 15 seconds you feel happy. And and that's the problem is is we then look to food to make us happy even though we know even though we know in the long run it's going to cause a problem and so now we've got a problem and we're still eating the twinkie so in the same way that the twinkie for a moment will make us feel better so will exercise think about that twinkie exercise it really comes down to just making the right choice. So you're, you're, you're one workout away from feeling better about yourself. Okay. I love that line. I got that from spark people. I can't, uh, I can't take credit for that. So exercise is a good way to deal with stress because it's a healthy way to relieve your pent up energy and tension. It's known to release feel good brain chemicals. It also helps you get in better shape, which makes you feel better overall. So yeah, the Twinkie may make you smile, Exercise is going to help you build muscle, which is going to burn more calories. Which one is the better choice, right? 
Get enough sleep and remember to breathe. The more gas in your tank, the better your car will run, right? So take time out to do some deep breathing if you want to relax or just spend some quiet time alone. Breathing and relaxing is another way of dealing with stress. I know that sounds stupid because I'm breathing right now. But the other one, getting enough sleep. Right now, that's what's killing me. If somebody said, why am I not losing weight right now? I'd say because I'm getting five hours sleep at night. And that's not enough. It's just not enough. Avoid self-medication. I was married to an alcoholic, and she unfortunately never figured out that there are no answers in the bottom of a bottle. Alcohol and drugs, um, they mask stress because you don't care that whatever, again, your problem is, you're just, you just know that for a second you don't care anymore, you feel better, whatever. They don't help deal with the problems. They only mask them. And um, I think she still has a problem to this day. I pray for her every night. Um, don't try to fix everything at once. This, again, comes back to overwhelming ourselves. Take one issue at a time. If you're not getting enough sleep, focus on that. Then move on to the next item. Maybe shoot for one problem a month. And you're like, but that's going to take forever. That's all right. It's going to get done is the key. Whereas if you try to fix everything at once, nothing gets finished. Try to use your stress. You're like, oh, use my stress? What are you talking about? If you can't remedy nor escape from what is bothering you, flow with it and try to use it in a productive way. I know when I was going through my divorce, I would use my frustration on the treadmill to push through when I wanted to quit. So channel that frustration into the punching bag, right? Try to be positive. You know, yes, life is sucking right now, right? I know that. And you've had enough. I'm with you on that. Try to find something positive in your life. You know, if you're living in a hotel that smells like burnt coffee and body odor, you know, uh, realize you still have a roof over your head. You know, again, think about Japan. Life could be a whole lot worse, folks. And it's cold and it's wet outside right now here in Ohio. So for, look for little problems to solve. And by solving those little problems, you know, that again will make you feel a little better. Get creative. Write a journal. Paint. Make music. All of these things are ways of dealing with your frustration. Declutter. Declutter. Take 20 to 30 minutes. Just go through a room getting rid of stuff we don't use or need. Uh, look around at anything that's cluttering up the room and get rid of it or find a better place for it. When you're done, you have a nice, peaceful environment for work, for play, for living in. Do this a little at a time. It can be one of your fun activities. This can be one of the ways you distract yourself. So you're like, oh, I'm, uh, you know, I just had this horrible thing. Work was awful. I come home. I'm heading for the Twinkies. You know what? Let's go straighten up the living room instead. Because you're not hungry. Is your stomach growling? Then you're not hungry, right? Truly. Check your clock and aim for early. When we are running late, the stress levels soar. This is something that typically we have some control over, which we'll be talking about here in a second. Now, you might blame your kids, but you have some control over the kids as well. If you plan a bit more, you can reduce the problem. So sometimes it's that whole, oh, I'm running late, so what do you do? You go through the drive-thru. And remember, if it comes through your car window, it's not really food. <laughs> it's just a, a mixture of uh, chemicals. 
So here's some questions to ask yourself. Is this something I have control over? If so, then take steps. If it's the weather, then quit worrying. There's nothing you can do. Are my goals realistic? You can really knock yourself out trying to do the impossible, right? Um, am I prepared for this job? So if it's job interviews, exams, um, school, you know, did you do your homework? Are you prepared? There are things you can do. One of the things, as, as somebody who does speak in public a lot, I mean, I'm a teacher. The classes that I stress out about are the ones where I haven't done my homework and I'm not familiar with the lesson plan. Whose fault is that, right? Um, do I need this in my life is another question you can ask yourself. Is it a friend? Is it activity? There may be some things that don't fit your lifestyle that possibly did in the past. It may be time to move on. If you're, let's go back to, uh, to drugs. You know, if you're, if you're, if you have a bad drug problem, you go to rehab, you learn new ways to deal with that. If you come out and hang with your old friends who are still doing drugs, that's not going to work. It's time to move on. So if you are finding healthier ways to do things and your friends want to go eat pizza on the weekends, it may be time for some new friends, right? If they're really going to make, let's say you go out and you go, well, I'm not going to eat pizza, I'm going to eat a salad. If they really give you a hard time about that, eh, they're really not your friends. They don't really want what's best for you in that case. Here's the last one. Um, get some help. Get some help. Sometimes you go, you know what, I'm trying this stuff, I just can't get it. Um, if you can't seem to find a friend or you need someone to talk to, look into getting some counseling. I've done counseling in the past. Now, I will tell you this, that as I was growing up in my, probably up to the age of 30, I thought if you went to counseling, that meant you were crazy. You were nuts. You were psycho. That is not the case. I have gone to counseling in the past, um, and I discovered things about myself I never would have seen without an objective viewpoint. Remember we talked about getting a second opinion? It's interesting. So, again, I used to think only crazy people went to counseling, but there's nothing wrong with getting an outside perspective on the issues that you're dealing with. Uh, it's actually pretty cool in some cases. All right, I said I would give you, we, we just went over a lot of different ways that you can deal with stress. And again, those are all great suggestions. You don't have to do them all at once, right? Pick a couple and try it. If it works for you, keep doing it. If it doesn't, try something else. There are plenty of those to uh, to think about. Those all came from different websites. If I, that's the only thing I didn't do. I didn't cite my resources, and I apologize for anybody that I just ripped off. But here is something. I was at a, uh, most of you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm taking classes to be a leader at my church. That may mean I eventually become a pastor. Right now I'm just saying I'm looking to be a leader in my church, and this isn't going to be all churchy for all those of you that are like, oh, great, here comes the Jesus lesson. Um, although I am thinking of starting a, a more Jesus-focused podcast, but uh, that will be at feedingmyfaith.com, but that's way off in the distance. Anyway, 
this podcast has here's here's this great lesson I just learned. So if you're in your car, if you're on the treadmill, do this in your mind. If you're in somewhere where you can write on something, do this. It's really it's so simple. And yet, as I've done this, it's so you go, wow, why didn't I think of this before? Okay, so what we're gonna do is I want you to draw a horizontal line, right? So left to right. Then I want you in the middle of that to draw a vertical line. So you're going to end up with a big giant cross, right? Or um, you're going to end up with four corners, right? Left, right, and left, right in the bottom. So you got the square at the top and the square at the bottom, two columns. Everybody got where I'm trying to explain this in my head. So we got to, you know, we drew a line straight up and down, one left to right. Okay, now here's how this works. The left column, the left column is things um, that uh, you don't have control over. The right column are things that you do have control over. So left column, weather, maybe your boss, because you can't control other people. You can't. You think you can, but you can't. So left column, things you can't control. Right column, things you can what can you control? Uh, you can control what you eat. You can control, in some cases, how much you sleep. You can control your reactions to your emotions, right? You can control what you say, things like that. All right. Now, we also have a top and a bottom. So that was left and right. The top two boxes are things that are important. And the bottom boxes are the ones that aren't important. So you have the left quadrant now is things that you can't control that are important. The right box is things that are important that you can control. The bottom left box is things that see I didn't I'm doing this without writing it down. Bottom left hand box is things you can't control that are not important. And the bottom right hand box are things that you can control that aren't important or we should say aren't as important so what you want to focus on is the things that are important and the things you have control over i'll actually draw this box and put it out the website so you can kind of if you feel like me i'm trying to do this mentally without writing down because I'm, I'm kind of walking around as i'm talking here you want to focus on the things that are important and that you have control over. Now, why? Well, number one, if it's not important, why are you, you only have 24 hours in a day. Why are you focusing on things that aren't important? Focus on the things that are important that's going to make you feel better because it's important and it's done. And you're also focusing on the things that you have control over. Why? Because you can't control the weather. You can't control how other people act. You can't. So quit worrying about it. Do what you can. State your peace to those people, but you can't control the weather. You know, we were going to, um, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm a musician, and we were going to take pictures, and we were going to take pictures outside last weekend. It rained all weekend. Not much we can do about that, you know. It was either come up with another place to take pictures, because that we have control over, or do it next week. We decided to do it this week. Guess what? It's raining again. We're coming up with a plan B. But 
you, you know, just focus on those things that you have control over and that are important. And that will make you feel better, which will help you not reach for the Twinkie. Remember, there are two things that might make you feel better. One is going to be food and one is exercising. I have never felt bad when I get done exercising. Keep that in mind. I love that line. I wish I had made that up. But um, that's going to do it for today. Dave, thank you very much, my friend from down under in Australia. If you have a question, if you have a comment, Dave said, I would love to have something about stress management. So I spent a couple days looking for tips on how to handle stress. Um, Hope you found this beneficial. I know I have. I'm putting some of this into to work myself and uh, i really appreciate you listening if you uh, want to support the show it would be number one if you go to uh, logicalloss.com forward slash itunes you can uh, leave a comment you know leave a review give us five stars if you think we're good you can also go to support this show.com support this show.com there are links there to amazon and other places and if you shop there uh, you know, I get a small percentage of, of the sale, very small, but, you know, pennies make dollars the last time I checked, or you can just click on the donate button. Um, if you're looking for free stuff, if you go to logicalloss.com forward slash e-music, we've talked about the past, how you can, uh, you can, people that exercise to music tend to exercise longer, and if you're looking for free music, you can go out to logicalloss.com forward slash e-music. And that will take you over there where you can sign up. And I think if you, they don't ask for a credit card, you get a bunch of free music. And if you cancel within the first 14 days, I believe it is, um, you get to keep the music. So check that out, logicalloss.com forward slash e music. Thank you very much for tuning in and uh, look forward to hearing from you. And I look forward to reporting back that I am doing much better since I'm going to be with you handling my stress here. And uh, I'll, I'll find you lighter on the next episode of the logical weight loss podcast well i hope you've enjoyed this episode of the logical weight loss podcast if you're listening to this on a website please consider subscribing to us for free in itunes by going to logicalloss.com forward slash itunes you can contact me via email by sending an email to dave at logicalloss.com or call in your comments toll free 888-563-3228 You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do it. I guess I'll have to exercise